Today on Bold Steps, Mark Job helps us get unstuck by taking the first step. You need to stick with those things that you know is of God, that you know is your responsibility, that you know you've been called to, and you need to do it well and strong and with all your might and with all your heart and not take on a whole bunch of bulbs that God never asked you to light up. Welcome to Bold Steps with Mark Job. Mark is president of Moody Bible Institute and the senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago, and I'm Wayne Shepherd. Today we continue a stirring series on how to escape the spiritual traps that immobilize us and to get our lives moving in the direction God has called us. It's titled, Unstuck, Out of Your Cave and Into Your Call, and today Mark is helping us understand the importance of boundaries. If you ever miss one of our programs here on the air, feel free to catch up anytime by visiting our website, boldstepsradio.org. So now let's join Pastor Mark for his message titled, Rediscovering Your Boundaries. Listen, parents, your responsibility is to train your children in the ways of God, to teach them right, to raise them in the right way. But when your children become adult children, your children will make decisions that have nothing to do with your parenting. It has everything to do with the choices that they make about their own life. And listen, too many parents, too many parents, when your children, adult children, are making bad decisions, you draw a direct line between your weaknesses as a parent and their actions as adult children. And how many of you know we all have weaknesses as parents, yeah? How many of you know that? And it's very easy to draw a direct line between, oh, I know I should have, I couldn't have, I did this. Hey, listen, he's 45. I think at 45, it's not all about the fact that you missed his first day at kindergarten. It may be that as a 45-year-old man, he's just making his own choices, and you are not responsible to control the actions of your son. You can pray for him, bless him, influence him, work before God that he would change his actions, but you are not responsible to control, to manipulate, to try to determine the outcomes of his decision. He is responsible for his own decisions. And you see, when we try to dictate the outcome of things, we become very overwhelmed and tired because we're trying to control things that we have no control over. If someone is mad at me and someone has something against me, my responsibility is to talk to that person if I know they have something against me and to try to make it right. But I can't control whether they forgive me or don't forgive me. Oh, let me say that again. See, if I've hurt someone and deliberately did something wrong, it's my responsibility to go to them and say, I am sorry, forgive me, this was wrong, I failed you. And if they say, well, you know, I'm still angry at you, I, I can't control their reaction towards me. It's not my job to try to make them forgive me. 
I can't spend my entire life trying to get them to forgive me. I am responsible for my action to ask for forgiveness, to seek forgiveness. Now what they do, I cannot control the outcome of their heart. That is between them and God. And some of you spend a lot of time trying to control the outcome of someone else's heart. You feel like you're responsible for that. And you know what? You take on a responsibility that God never asked you to. Guess what? God has something, oh, a lot better than you. It's called the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. He convicts, he challenges, he works. You are not the Holy Spirit's assistant. I know you thought maybe there was a vacancy, but sorry, there's not. You are not the fourth person of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit has no assistance. The Holy Spirit is enough of itself. So you can be used of God, but you cannot control the outcome of people's lives. Listen, I can preach the gospel. I can equip people. I can help people. I can challenge people. We can rebuke, exhort, love, encourage, but I cannot control the outcome of what you do with your life. I can't control it. And I need to understand that. If you're here and you've been part of this church and you decide, hey, I just want to leave God. I want to go to the world. I want to live my life. I don't want to have anything to do. I can pray for you, encourage you, love you, exhort you, challenge you. I can do all those things, but I have no control over the decision that you make. And I need to understand that. I leave it up to God and I say, oh Lord, I pray that you would help them. But I have no control over the decisions that you make. And I refuse to take responsibility because I know my boundaries. This is really important for us to understand because if you don't understand that, you can spend your entire life depleted and de-energized trying to take responsibility for things that God never asked you to take responsibility for. Elijah ended up suicidal, discouraged, because Israel had not reacted the way he thought Israel would react. Their response wasn't the response he thought they would have. He was trying to control the outcome. God never said for him to control Jezebel. God said, preach this. Call the people of Israel to repentance. God told Elijah what to do, but he didn't tell Elijah to control the outcome. There was boundaries that he had to accept and receive and know that is God's responsibility, not my responsibility. I'm going to do what I'm responsible for, and I'm going to leave the rest to God. God. Oh, there's a liberation that comes when you know I'm not responsible for, only God is responsible for that. I'm responsible to do my part, but I'm gonna leave what I cannot control up to the great master God that can control all things. When people come to me and there's, there's people that need to prayer for healing, I'm absolutely 100% believe that my God can heal. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, and I pray for healing. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to do what God tells me to do, to pray for their healing. But I'm going to leave the healing up to God because I'm not a healer. God is. Do you understand the difference? I'm not going to take on the responsibility that belongs to God. God has called me to do some certain things and then to release things over to God. 
Elijah was taking on responsibility that God had never asked him to take. I love what Dallas Willard says from the book, The Great Commission. He says, God never gives anyone too much to do. We do that to ourselves or allow others to do it to us. God has never given us too much to do. God gives us what we are to do within our bounds, what you have the capacity and power to do. But unless you know what you're called to do, unless you know what you should be doing, oftentimes we take on too much out of our own guilt or shame, or we allow others to put it on our plate when God never called us to do so. So not only do you need to know your boundaries so you can say yes or no at the right time, you need to know your boundaries so that you can live energized and not depleted. When I'm flowing in what God has called me to do, it tends to energize me. When I take on things that God never called me to do, it tends to stress me out. It tends to make me anxious. It tends to deplete my energy instead of give me energy. It's like a battery that's being drained. I, I love the illustration that uh, was given by, I believe it was Rick Warren talked about what happens with a battery. If you have a, a, a battery and you have one bulb that's connected to that battery, it can be pretty strong. But if you connect two, three, five, six, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 bulbs connected to one battery, then what happens is that battery gets depleted and none of those bulbs shine well. They're all very dim because the energy is spread out over way too many areas. This is Bold Steps, the Bible teaching of Mark Job, and Mark will continue his message in just a moment, so please keep listening. But before we reach the final half of our message, we want to remind you that you can always find these daily teachings and catch up on anything you've missed here on the radio by simply going to our website. You'll find us at boldstepsradio.org. You can even have these messages downloaded automatically to your phone or mobile device by subscribing to the Bold Steps podcast. Open up your podcast app and search for Bold Steps with Dr. Mark Job. And for more bonus content that you can easily hear anytime, no matter what your schedule looks like, be sure to also subscribe to the Bold Steps Minute. This new 60-second feature offers short yet helpful clips from Mark's teaching to equip you with biblical encouragement right where you are any time of the day. Again, that's the Bold Steps Minute. And to learn more, just visit boldstepsminute.org. Now, let's go back into the second half of today's program. It's titled, Rediscovering Your Boundaries. Here again is Mark Job. Uh, some of us are frustrated and our bulbs are very dim because you need to get rid of half of the bulbs you're trying to light and stick with the ones that God has really called you to light. You need to stick with those things that you know is of God, that you know is your responsibility, that you know you've been called to, and you need to do it well and strong and with all your might and with all your heart and not take on a whole bunch of bulbs that God never asked you to light up. Amen. So my third point is you need to know your boundaries so you don't hold on to what you should be letting go of. I love the example of Jesus, by the way. 
because Jesus knew what he was called to and what he was not called to. And people tried to suck Jesus into doing other things and he said, that's not my calling. In fact, before his calling came, he said, my time has not yet come. People tried to make Jesus a political leader and a liberator of Rome and he said, that's not my calling. My calling is to do the will of the Father. And if I do the will of the Father, then I've achieved my calling, but I need to understand what God has called me to and what God has not called me to so that I can live energized in those things. Elijah said, the Lord said to him, go back the way you came. He delegated these responsibilities. For years, Elijah had been trying to carry the whole nation of Israel on his back alone when it was not his responsibility to carry the whole nation of Israel. Once he realized that God desired him to share the burden, he was able to place kings in leadership and positions and raise up his successors. Elijah had to learn to let go so he could hold on to what God had really called him to. Let me read you a devotional paragraph about the bulbs. You're going to have to let go of some things that you may be holding, holding you back. Call it decluttering. Call it simplifying. There are some things that need to be laid aside in order to finish well. What kind of things am I talking about? Things that cause you to get discouraged. Think of it this way. If you attach one light bulb to a battery, the battery will run for a long time. But if you attach a hundred light bulbs to the battery, it will go dim and dark really quickly. It's from a devotional from Rick Warren. Some of you are here and you are so depleted, so exhausted, so discouraged. And you say, I just can't understand why God has let me get in this place. And God's looking at you and say, I never called you to that place. You stepped into that place. You took on things that I never said, yeah, take it on. You took on responsibilities that I never said, yeah, you should take this. You did it to yourself. Now you're looking at me and saying, God, why am I so tired and energized and discouraged? I don't know. Look, I'm trying to do all this for God. Oh, don't blame God. Because let, let me tell you something. If you've taken on way too many responsibilities, it's not because of God. It's because of your own desire to please people. Because of your own insecurities because of your desire for success, because of what people may think, because of guilt, because of unhealthy codependence. But don't blame it on God, because what God puts in your plate, he will give you the power and the strength to accomplish what he has called you to do. If you take on more than what God has called you to do, then you take on more than what you have energy for. So the question is, what has God called you to do? Amen? Amen. So here's what I want to close with. 
I want to close with one story that left a heavy, deep impression on my heart years and years ago when I first started in ministry at this church. This church was very, very small. They had no staff, no worship team, no parsonage. Very low salary for me. My, sal my total salary was $8,000. That's what they could afford. The total budget for the church was $17,000, and we had about 18 people. And so I came because I felt like God was saying, do something in this community with these people. And I had very little experience, no experience as a pastor. I was 21 years old. But when I stepped into that place, I remember my first day in the little building at 44th and Paline. I stepped into this little church chapel. No one was around. Everybody was at work. I walked into the back office. I had my Bible. And I sat down, and I remember thinking, so now what do I do? <laughs> there happened to be some squirrels in the tin roof of that building, so I heard the squirrels. I thought, well, at least me and the squirrels are here. And so I thought, well, there's a lot of needs in the community. I'm going to try to just meet some needs. So I started going out, meeting with people, talking, feeling like, look at all the needs that are here. I need to help everybody out. And so I started doing that. And within a few short months, I was meeting with so many people, talking, helping marriages. I wasn't even married, but I was helping marriages out, helping guys get out of drugs, leading people to Christ, doing this, just throwing myself into it. And I started to feel like, hey, everybody needs me. People really need me. I have to help them. I have to fix them. I have to change them. I have to turn them around. And so from early in the morning today, and people would call me and say, Pastor, I really need you. I'm getting in a fight with my wife. Can you come over here? Sure, right now. I'm over there. Okay, put down the frying pan now. Put down the frying pan. All right, get over to this other side of the building, get over. So I became a marriage counselor when I wasn't married. I became a drug uh, counselor when I really very, knew very little about it. I became a depression counselor when I didn't know anything about depression. I became a financial counselor when I had no money. And so I just figured, you know, everybody needs me and I need to do all this because they really, really need me to help out. And I went like that feeling like, Lord, almost like, Lord, good thing you have me on your side because, hey, these people really need me. Me and you, God, me mainly, but you're helping me out. And when the, within a few months of going at that rhythm, I wasn't married. I had a mattress on the floor in a room in the back of, a, of, of an office building that my father-in-law-to-be let me have rent-free, so thank God that he let me stay there. And um, I woke up one day, and I was literally exhausted, depleted, and for several days I felt like I have no energy, I can't move forward. And one day, after several days of this, I woke up and I was sick. I could barely swallow. I got up to preach that Sunday and I was saying, Lord, help me not to pass out. And I felt like I was about to pass out. I was feverish, but I had no insurance. And so my grandmother, who lived about an hour away, had her doctor see me for free because I had no health insurance. And the doctor looked at me and he said, you have this, this, this. He said, son, you are depleted and physically exhausted. Unless you rest, this could be dangerous to your health. 
I said, rest? I, I can't rest. People need me. <laughs> so I laid on my couch, my grandmother's floral couch. And I remember laying there thinking, God, why did you do this to me? Why are you letting me get sick when so many people need me? Why are you letting me get depleted and exhausted when, when there's so many needs and people, they're going to call me and need me. I'm supposed to meet with this person and I can't. I'm supposed to do this and I can't. And I remember feeling just depleted, discouraged, exhausted. And the Holy Spirit, the voice of the Holy Spirit spoke to me. It said, you are trying to do this work in your own power. And you're doing things that I never called you to do. You know, I think if I would have continued at that rhythm, I wouldn't be your pastor right now. I would have quit ministry. I would have said, I can't do this. I'm not making a difference. There's too much demands. I would have burnt out. But I made a decision that day. I made a decision, God, forgive me because I need to seek you first. I need to be energized by your Holy Spirit. I need to spend time in your presence, Lord. I need to let you fill me. And maybe some of you are feeling that same way. Maybe there's things that you've taken on that only God should carry. Maybe there's people that you're trying to change that you have no power to change them. Only God can change them. Maybe there's areas that you're trying to control that really you can't. The more you try, the more anxious you will get, the more stressed you will get. There are certain things that we release to God and we say, God, I'm going to stay in my lane of calling and I'm going to give other things to you. You know, today is Martin Luther King Day. And there was a man that understood his specific calling. He stayed in that lane, threw himself into it, and made a huge difference in this country. And I'm wondering if some of you need to say, God, there's stuff that I need to release today, stuff that I have been trying to hang on, trying to control, trying to manage, that you've never called me to. It's not my position. So let me get into my position and do what you've called me to do, and let me release those things that I have no power or control over. Father, I pray for that mother right now that is desperately trying to control the decisions of her son, but she's just coming across as manipulative, nagging, and pushing her son away and not changing anything, Father. I pray that she would uh, bring her son before you in prayer, God. I pray that you would change what she cannot change. I pray, Father, for that husband, that, that man that is trying to um, that's worried and anxious about things that he can't control, the economy and the state of our nation, and he's overwhelmed by it, God, I pray that he would learn to release certain things to you and say, God, that's in your hand. I'm going to trust you. You are sovereign. Um, I pray in Jesus' name that we would release what we need to, and God, that we would 
uh, focus on what you have called us to do, what is our responsibility, Father, and teach us the lesson that you taught Elijah. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mark. Just one more thing today. This whole series of messages is based on your book, Unstuck, Out of Your Cave and Into Your Call. Do you want to say a word about the book? Yeah, so I wrote a book called Unstuck, Out of Your Cave, Into Your Call. You've been hearing the essence of this book. And if you're saying this series has really spoken to my heart and you want to jump a little bit more into it, you can get a hold of this book. By the way, as I wrote this book, I had a whole bunch of people fasting and praying for me. Every day that I was writing the book, someone was fasting and praying. In the back of the book, I list their names. This may be a great resource for you, especially if you feel stuck at this time. And you can request your copy today when you give a financial gift of any amount by going online to boldstepsradio.org or make your donation over the phone. Call us at 844-615-7363. That's 844-615-7363. Now, you can also send your financial gift through the mail. Just address your envelope to Bold Steps, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. Once again, 820 North LaSalle Boulevard, Chicago, Illinois, 60610. And then before we close, don't forget to sign up for Mark's weekly email devotional, The Bold Stepper Weekly. It's free and delivered automatically to your inbox every Monday morning. And you can be on the list for next week's edition by signing up today at boldstepsradio.org. Well, that's our time. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for joining us. And be sure to join us again tomorrow when Mark presents the final message in our Unstuck series titled, Take the First Step. It's coming up on the next edition of Bold Steps. Bold Steps is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.